Welcome to another podcast, or another edition of the SDA podcast. Uh, we had a bit of a crazy, I think, podcast last time <laughs> that went uh, rather <laughs> long on Spider-Man. And I think I shed a tear or 20. I don't know. I don't know. I love Spider-Man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're here today to talk about Hawkeye. Uh, but before we jump into that, um, intros around the room. This is, uh, this is Anthony. Arthur. Say hi. This is Arthur. Uh, neighborhood comic book nerd. Nick Choi. This is Nick Choi. I'm indoors today. Yes, because he usually sits up by a fire. The Korean gulag. Yeah. And uh, finally, Kai. Me, the resident millennial. Yep. Uh, He's getting a little old to be. Uh... <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> I know. Yeah, luckily generations don't change. You're forever a boomer. We need let's trade him out for someone fresh. Someone <laughs> need a zoomer. Yeah. Yeah, we need a zoomer. Uh and then Guys, oh, we're Gen X actually. Oh, we're having this conversation again? Okay. <laughs> uh quick shout out to to Ronald and and Dot who are not able to make it to uh today's podcast, but I'm sure they'll listen in. Um, anyway, we are about like, I don't know, like a month out from when Hawkeye ended, maybe a month and a half or something. And um, uh, yeah, there's just been other things to podcast. And so we're finally getting to the show. Um, I don't know if I have any, usually I do some like background info on uh, Hawkeye series itself. Uh, I think the only sort of like, I don't know, interesting thing that I read that was that originally it was going to be. They were talked about doing a movie. Um, oh, and, I can hear about that. Yeah, originally, I, I think Renner, Renner said that it was they were talking about a movie. I, I don't think it was ever close to being really done, but um, then he got presented with this uh, Disney Plus series, and it was more of a, uh, a it was a longer story. That obviously, that can be told over six episodes, and so I think uh, they really liked that, and uh, or he really liked that, and so. Um, uh, I will say, I guess one note was that I, I think, and Marvel has said this as well, that um, Haley Steinfeld was sort of a, a dream casting for Kate Bishop, which I thought, I thought was a fantastic casting as well. Um, so I'm, I'm excited that they got her, and kind of excited what they will do with her moving forward, um, since she is like pretty young, and, and there's like a lot of. I feel like there's a lot of story to tell there. So uh, to jump into some of the comic book uh, and background of Hawkeye, I'm going to pass it over to Arthur Wu. Okay. And I'll say hi to our other friends, Gustavo and Summer as well, who will be listening in and sometimes join us on our podcast. Um, But anyway, uh, so for Hawkeye, um, just a little bit of character background. He's a character who's been around for quite a long time, almost, gosh, 50 years. So he debuted in the early 60s uh, in a comic book called Tales of Suspense. It was like a double header where it was a char- two characters. And at that time, it was Iron Man and, and some other character or something. It was They sometimes would swap out. Uh, but Hawkeye actually started off as a villain. Uh, he was a bad guy. Um, and uh, he was a criminal. Uh, he came from a circus background. And we'll talk about some fun Easter eggs later on. But he was actually a criminal. Uh, he did various things. Um, I think of note, just to kind of keep things simple, is uh, he was actually early on manipulated by um, 
Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, who was a, a Russian agent at that time. So he was fighting Iron Man, um, fighting with or, or against the Black Widow. He had some romantic uh, involvement with the Black Widow uh, when she was still a Russian agent. Um, but yeah, he was definitely uh, considered a villain. So he didn't start off as like a, a hero or joining a team. And it wasn't until later on then the character sort of evolved and he became um, basically the second generation of the Avengers. So the original, original Avengers team was what? Thor, <clears throat> Iron Man, Hulk, Ant-Man, and the Wasp. Um, and then, which is a pretty powerful team. And then the very second generation of Avengers, uh, the, the whole lineup basically changed. It was, became Captain America, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye. And then Hawkeye became a, a reformed uh, criminal who said, okay, I don't want to be a criminal anymore. I want to be a good guy. And uh, will you take me on to be the Avengers team? And at the time, it was kind of controversial because um, you know a lot of people like that big powerhouse team. Um, and then now you have this team was supposedly less powerful with all these new characters, um, supposedly weaker characters. But um, it's still one of the most well-known and pretty well-regarded second-generation team of Avengers. Uh, there's a name they call it. They call it um, Cap's Kooky Quartet. <laughs> um, so that's where Hawkeye kind of rose in prominence. Um, and then over the years, he's actually taken on a different persona. He's actually became a, a different character for a, a certain period of time called Goliath. He took Hank Pym's growth serum, uh, Ant-Man, so he becomes this giant character, uh, kind of like um, Ant-Man did in the Civil War movie. Uh, he just became a different persona, um, mainly because he was kind of being looked down upon, and it's something that he's, it's a character that he's, a uh, thing that he kind of struggles with where, you know, he's just a regular guy with a bow and arrow, He's fighting with super soldiers and armor, you know, armored heroes and and the gods and the superpowers, and he's like this regular dude just trying to like keep up, right? So that's why also why he kind of took on the persona. Now I will say it's funny because um, the MCU Hawkeye from a personality and character perspective is totally different than the the comic book version. The comic book version one is actually very outspoken. He's snarky. He's way more sarcastic. Um, but he's, he's a bit of a blowhard, but he's charming. Um, and that's why actually, he's actually one of my favorite Marvel characters, um, where the MCU version is totally different. He's more of like, um, a super secret agent. He has a family. He's more reserved. Um, you know, he, he says some stuff, but he's more soft-spoken. Um, and I think they're just using a different version of Hawkeye in the, in the MCU versus the comic books. Um, in the books, he's actually led the Avengers team before he founded, a. Uh, a second branch of the Avengers. He's been the leader of various famous Marvel teams like Thunderbolts and Defenders. So he has a pretty long history. And the MCU just went a different way with the character. Um, but abilities and skill-wise, they're basically the same. So um, personally, I sometimes think like the, the Robert Downey character of Iron Man, all that snarkiness, they gave it to him instead of Hawkeye. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's because it's Robert Downey. Um, yep. So that was sort of kind of a, a weird thing for me when I first saw the Hawkeye character on screen. I'm like, that's not really Hawkeye, but it's just a different version. And, you know, it kind of grows on me. It's an ultimate version. It's a different uh, comic book version of, of Hawkeye. There is, there is a precedent for it. They didn't make it up for the MCU. But anyway, um, other than that, I mean, there, that's a pretty very condensed history of... Um, what do you call it, uh, of, of the character itself, at least, so. Uh, and this show, um, the, the story uh, was based around a comic series from yep. uh, Matt, Matt Fraction, correct? Yep, 
So uh, people on the listening won't see it. So I'm holding up this book. It came out about six, seven years ago. Um, and the costume you see on the show and the team up between Kate Bishop is actually based exactly, um, like I said, uh, Matt Fraction. And the artist is David uh, Aha, A-J-A. Um, and it was like a 12, 16 issue series. It actually won some awards. Um, I liked it. I didn't love it like a lot of people. Um, I actually thought the first half was better than the second. Um, and this is just more of a personal opinion. Uh, I don't know. The parts of it felt really weird to me. And other parts really read like hipster comics. Like just trying to be too too cool for the sake of being cool, or for, some, for lack of a better word. Um, so I, I don't dislike it. Some people I've, you know, I've, I've, I've seen online, like they really dislike the series. But generally speaking, this is a run that's considered pretty well well regarded. I think the artwork is fantastic. Stories, that's okay. It's good. I don't, I don't love it like as much as other people, but uh, you're exactly right. This, this has definitely taken inspiration from that run, which is only like, I'd say seven to eight years old at most. Um, everything from the costume uh, to their teaming up and, and characters like that. So they definitely took inspiration from that. So. Gotcha. And uh, just sort of interesting note, um, Apple TV announced a series, like a Godzilla, like MonsterVerse series this week. Um, oh, yeah. Matt Fraction is going to be writing for that series. Oh, really? That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Going, That's cool. I guess going from comics to a TV series. Yeah. Um, so, cool. yeah, I guess he's doing well for himself. Uh, all right. I think we can jump right into uh, reviews for the show. Um, Arthur, since I feel like we all know your review already, <laughs> why don't you uh, why don't you go first? Oh, um, I guess overall the show, um, I liked it a lot. I didn't love it. I really liked it a lot, um, mainly because it was different than all the other MCU shows that we've had this past year. Um, because the tone is different, the stakes are different. Um, you know, lower stakes. Um, it's a lot more funny. Um, and I, I do like, I think it's very clever that they, they had it take place during Christmas time, you know, during the holidays. And then they released the show during the holidays. So it really kind of had that, the mood of it while you're watching it is very um, uh, timely, so to speak. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the show overall because it was just fun. Um, you know, it's, there's some cheesy moments here and there, but um, it introduced, had a bunch of Easter eggs that I thought were kind of cool. Um, but it was just different um, because, again, it was more grounded. It's not like, oh, we're doing, um, you know, WandaVision, which is really crazy, you know, reality warping. And then you've got Loki with the multiverse. And then you've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier with these really heavy social political issues. This is just sort of like this fun kind of not caper, but sort of like, um, you know, fun, bad guy, good guy, you know, antagonist during the holidays, a little bit of Home Alone, a little bit of Die Hard. Uh, not necessarily violent per se, but you know that kind of feel, um, and I kind of liked that. Um, I think the dynamic between Haley Steinfeld and, and Renner are fantastic. The, the two of them are just great, um, and they took a lot of elements from. They took some characters which I thought were interesting um, to kind of kick off. I guess specifically, um, you know, the Echo character, right? Uh, she's actually a character from the Daredevil universe, um, Daredevil comic. Um, that was interesting to to introduce Echo into the show. Um, and then I guess, I don't know if we'll talk about the big surprise villain at the end. Maybe we'll do that later. Um, but Echo, Echo will be a... What's that? 
Is that the deaf the deaf girl? Yeah, she's the the deaf girl. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's actually a daredevil character who debuted in care in in the daredevil books like twenty years ago, and she oh, I was. Didn't know that. Yeah, so she's been around for a while. She's Maya. part of the Avengers. Yeah, Maya. Maya Lopez. Um, and kind of like the show, but she's kind of like the taskmaster. Uh, they don't really say it in the show, but she has photo photo reflexes as well. So she can actually view you doing something and, and emulate it. Um, everything from not just fight fighting, but if you're playing like this great piano you know, um, piece, she can actually copy you doing that. So it's not just fighting skills. She can actually copy whatever you're doing exactly. Um, but yeah, she, in the book, she actually was dating Daredevil, which is kind of funny because Daredevil's blind and she's deaf. So they sort of had this little bit of a connection. But then similar like the show, the Kingpin, um, uh, what was it, um, tricked Maya and saying like, Daredevil killed your dad. So in her super villain guise, she was going after Daredevil, but they didn't know each other. They didn't know that their civilian identities were dating. So it was, it was kind of this funny tension um, about that. So there's, they took that from the books, which is kind of cool from the show, um, to introduce her. And then I think you guys know, like, they're going to have an Echo show on D+, Disney+, which will be interesting because her character is so attached to the Daredevil and the Kingpin. Um, I, I, I can't see that they don't use those characters in her show somehow. But what, anyway, what D level Marvel hero is not having a Disney Plus show now? Yeah, true. <laughs> now it's maybe fifteen. I don't know. It seems like so many. Uh, right. Like I don't know. Maybe chill. Like you don't have to announce. Mm-hmm. I don't, okay, maybe they didn't even announce. It's just rumors, I guess. But still, it's like, man, I, I don't even know where where they're gonna place this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, Echo's gonna do character. It's it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I just it's because her character is so dependent upon others. Unless yeah. they go a diff- totally different direction, that yeah. it's it's almost like you know if you don't have Daredevil in some capacity, then you're sort of missing something. But then Daredevil is such a big character as well as Kingpin, they can dominate her show, which you kind of don't want either. So I don't know, right? right? We'll see. Right. But yes, I I did like, yeah, the show overall was just fun to me, just different. And we can talk about specifics later on. But if you're just looking for high level. Just real quickly, I was just thinking about the new shows that have spawned from cur- the, the, the current show that's already released. We're getting, um, what is her name from WandaVision? We're getting a spinoff of the uh, the Evil Witch. I forgot her. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Agatha? Agatha, Agatha yes. yes. Agatha. Yep. Oh, I didn't know they were doing a spinoff of her. She's yep. getting yeah. too? Yeah. So I don't, I don't think anyone from Falcon Winter Soldier is getting a spinoff. Um, I think they're doing the Captain yeah. America 4 movie, yeah. which uh, right. I don't know why. Which is Falcon, okay. right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's still very... I don't know why you do that, but yep. Uh, and then Loki... I think the Loki... They're, they're doing a season two of Loki. Yeah, um, true. And so... And then Echo is, is off of Hawkeye, but... Well, it may, well to, for Cap, I think, you know, there's precedent, precedent for a Sam Wilson Black Captain America. So you have that a few years, and then you bring back Steve Rogers later on, right? So it's... I think it's a way to kind of keep a Captain America you know, front and center of our audiences, do something different, and then you come back to doing it again later on. That's my perspective on that. So they will bring back Steve Rogers is what you're guessing. Oh, no, they will. They have to. Like, I feel like they will eventually. They'll just recast. They have have to. to. Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're like the core Marvel Universe characters. So, I mean, just like, at least I feel like Tony Stark, 
Steve Rogers, they'll, they'll recast. So net right now, you know, you run and, and you pick other characters you want to focus on, you know, have some time away, give yourself time to recast. If so they that recast, the, they reboot, like reboot. So that you don't, the impact isn't so huge, right? Because if you recast Downey Jr. now or, or Evans, it just seems too soon. But after a few years, you're like, okay, it's probably time. And then it's okay. It doesn't feel as like, um, quote unquote, um, too soon, so to speak. At least like that's, be, my, that's my perspective. I feel you like James Bond like, it. I feel like it's going to be like 10 years. It's going to be a while. Because yeah. if they take this long to do X-Men, it's going to be a while before they... Oh, totally. No, yeah, I agree, yeah. It's, it's like so a... To me, it's like a James Bond thing. You sort of run with the character for a little bit. Yeah. Then you get... You have to recast eventually. Stay, do you think they'll stay in the same continuity or they're just going to reboot it or... I think it'll now stay that there's a multiverse, it doesn't matter. Now there's a multiverse, it just like doesn't matter. Just pick right. yeah, whatever, whatever. It's parallel universe thing. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think um, they'll be that cheap and say, "Oh, let's here's an alternate version of Tony Stark right. and bring him in." But right. I mean, Anthony is right. I mean, they could do anything they want. I just, I just know that they'll recast. I feel like they're going to definitely recast. It's just, you know, those yeah. are the characters that people gravitate toward, and, you know. All right, so let's before you move on from your review, I want to hear about your biggest gripe, um, which you mentioned biggest on the Slack was uh, the Yelena. Yeah, so I love oh. the character. Uh, I think she's great. Like the actress is great. I think she plays Yelena great, and I like seeing her. But I, I don't, I don't get the point of her being in the show, per se. Like, okay, her mom. What was it? Haley Steinfeld's uh, Kate Bishop's mom hired her. Okay, I guess. Okay, you can kind of hire her to kill Hawkeye. I don't know how you do that. Okay, well, I'll just assume you just somehow you, you did it. But then her whole motivation for killing Hawkeye just rang kind of like hollow for me. It's like, well, why would you go after Hawkeye? And how do you know he killed her? Like, just somebody told you and then you just said, oh, well, I believe you and I'm now going to go kill this person. Like, how would you know? Well, how here, can you prove I... It? I, I Unless I'm, I'm missing gonna, something. No, I'm not going to like defend that because again, I, I don't. Yeah, it's hard. There's no. They never really explain it. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's actually uh, her mom. Uh, Wasn't at the think, end. I at the end was. of at the end of Winter and Falcon's Falcon and the Winter That's Soldier. Her mom. It's just uh, a new whatever, right? It's Elaine. Uh, sorry. Uh, what's her What's her character? Uh, yeah, Elaine, Bishop, Elaine Bishop, right? No, no, no. Oh, uh, Tessa. Tessa. Yeah, yes, she. Yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. She is the one at the end of at the end right. of Falcon and Winter Soldier says, "Hey, uh, him, I know yeah. who killed your." Day. So I feel like she manipulated. Like I mean, it seems yeah. like she's that type of character that she would just manipulate it somehow, where she's lying enough that and says, "Like I, I know whatever this whatever." Uh, no, it was at the end of Black Widow, the movie, Black Widow movie, right? That's when she said it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. You're right. Yeah. Correct. Black Widow. Yeah. Right. Black oh, nice Widow. one. Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, was like, I don't remember and... that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she at, somehow. At yes. Yeah. So she somehow like manipulates her and saying, "Oh, I I know somebody who wants to kill, or yeah, who who's killed the Black Widow. Why don't you like you know this lady will pay you for it or some shit. Like, I don't know. something yeah. like that. So, no, it, but even then, I, when I saw that tr- that that end, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. You're sending Delena after Hawkeye, but I'm like, well, how do you kind of prove or even say like this person did it? Like, you know, I feel like she there died are so off, many other questions. She died off. You could she, ask. Died, she died off planet. You know, like she could be undercover, whatever, right? You know, that kind of thing. And in, yeah, and in the show itself, and in, in, in during when, in the Hawkeye show, 
it, it's like he has to fight and go through all this rigmarole with Elena. Instead, he just said, look, I didn't do it. <laughs> it, it like, after they had to have this huge fight, which, you know, it's cool and entertaining, then he finally had to stop her and say, I didn't do it. It's like, well, why didn't you say so in the beginning? Yeah, why did you say it at the first time? Like, <laughs> right. why, why? <laughs> it's like, well, like, on the rooftop, it's like, why are you coming after me? I didn't kill Natasha. You know, it, it, instead, he had to kind of I mope mean, around and, and be like, oh, you know, struggling. It's like, but if your life is being threatened, <laughs> that'd be like the first thing I would do. would be like, I didn't do it. Okay, I'm sorry. Does he know that she's not going to believe him? Pretty much, like she already knows. He already knows. Yeah. Then I would, I would still sort so, of like say something and like, look, I didn't do it. I don't know who someone. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to defend bad writing, right? Like, there's it definitely leaves room to be desired. But I think there are two themes going on here. One, Elena's being misled, and she comes back from the snap, learning that her sister's dead. Sister's gone. Yeah. That's a good point. Right. I feel like there's some emotional um, like pretty there. traumatic for her, right. and then she's misled by the Contessa saying that this person killed Natasha. She doesn't have any other reason to believe otherwise, right? Fine, right? Maybe not the best, but that's the mm-hmm. setup. Two, you have Hawkeye, who from the very beginning of this show is like struggling with coming to terms with the trauma of losing Natasha because he thinks yeah. it's his fault. Yeah, PTSD, yeah. He's almost looking for an out because he's just been dealing with this whole situation and he has no one to talk to. Um, So I saw it a little bit as like he was almost looking for a reason for someone to punish him for letting Natasha go. And who better than her own sister? That's a good point. I liked it Um, too. I felt like it was wedged in there, but I didn't care. I feel like at that point they needed something to like <laughs> keep me interested. And like, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Bring in, bring in somebody. I mean, her snap flashback was cool. I love the way they did that. Yeah. That was, that was, that was cool. Oh, I yeah. love when they do, when they sort of um, show how the snap affected people differently. Right. Some of it was comedy, like in Spider Man and others, it's very serious. I liked how they did it here in that show, in the show. But yeah, that, that was kind of one of the things that kind of like, uh, it's kind of weird to me. But, you know, you guys make some good points on that. Um, it's just a way to kind of ratchet up the drama. Um, but you already have Echo, and then you have Yelena, and then you have like all these other things. So it's like, Kingpin, yeah. It's, yeah, it, yeah. So it's like, it is, is it a little too much? You know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. That, that's what the, the problem was with Falcon Winter Soldier. There's too many things going on. So, but it didn't, it wasn't as bad, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, all right, thank you, Arthur. Let's uh, jump into uh, Kai's review. Uh, he made a really good point about uh, Yelena's inclusion. Kai, what did you think of Hawkeye? Um, Wait, be- before we start, we must ha- we have to put stay up. We have to say up front that that Kai is a super fan of Haley Seinfeld. So that's right. Maybe a biased <laughs> review coming here. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We've known this for a while. So when again, this is Kai's dreamcasting as well. That's a good point. Uh, good call out. <laughs> I, honestly, I forgot the last uh, thing that she was in. I think it was a movie, um, the, some Apple coming Plus. of age movie. Oh, uh, the seventeen one. The uh... that, no, the Apple Plus yeah, show. Going, wait, no, 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 no. It was like going on seventeen 17? or something. Edge of seventeen. Edge of 17. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was great in that film. Um, Bumblebee. And, Bumblebee. And then and into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Sure, sure. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think despite being a successful singer, she's also been a great actress, right? So that's I think. Yeah. Um, 
what's been doing really well for her. And I'm I'm happy that she gets to be a part of the MCU because I think I think she did. I I don't really have any background on the Kate Bishop character, um, but I think she played that kind of plucky, like down to earth, like just kind of human trying to find a way to make sense with what was going on in the world at the time, kind of good enough. I mean, she she was kind of playing like the the rich, the stereotypical rich sorority girls, you know, like, <laughs> you know, woe is me type situation, but it didn't feel, it didn't feel too out of touch, in my opinion. Because um, she, you know, at the, on the simplest way, was just trying to reconcile how her, her dad had died in the invasion and she could do nothing about it. Um, and then she, you know, sees her first hero, it happens to be Hawkeye, and then yada yada yada. Um, so, to me, I think, I think I'll stick with one of my first gripes, which I think a lot of people were kind of upset with, which was the way that they handled um, Kingpin. And I actually didn't know there was a crossover there that they're in the same universe. Not that it surprises me, to be honest. But um, this build-up of this... Kai, sorry sorry to interrupt. So you just watched this recently. You watched this after Spider-Man, right? Correct. Okay, so... Why, is there a relevance there, or...? Well, I mean, because... Uh, spoilers if you haven't watched Spider-Man. <laughs> but <laughs> Daredevil shows up in Spider-Man. So I, it is... Sure. Uh, it's confirmation. Yeah, that it's part of the same... I would assume it's part of the same universe now, maybe? Sorry, I meant, like... Um, I guess her like I I knew sorry I knew that the the whole MCU and TV verse are you know related right because obviously Agents of Shield and all that stuff but I meant like I guess <laughs> no I would I would actually reject that and say no Agents of Shield is its own shit that except yeah. Agent Coulson as a character was a literal catalyst for the Avengers what do you mean um I Kevin Feige pretty much okay. has said that variant not part not part yeah it's just it's just another universe it's probably another multi-universe or multiverse like not, uh, not canon not in it yeah it's oh not so canon. he's actually saying agents of shield is completely in a separate did universe. he say that in an interview i haven't read including, that including including um why am i forgetting his name whoever the main eye patch guy is nick fury uh, nick fury yeah nick fury yeah. Even though he's in he show, the fucking he showed Agents up, of Shield, uh, yeah, all the all those cameos apparently didn't mean anything. <laughs> okay, I okay. Even, even the Shield helicarrier, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. seems kind of dumb because yeah. um, they yeah. literally made direct references to each other. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, so <laughs> you know, yeah, you could pretend that Kingpin <laughs> is in the same universe, but you know they've left Daredevil out for a long time until, of course, he shows up in Spider Man, but. Anyway, so Kingpin's supposed to be this like ignanimous villain who just has some weird superpowers in terms of just being like a tank. And people were upset that he just gets like kind of bullied around by Kate Bishop here. Um, which once I finally fight, you know, watched the fight scene, I think it was kind of okay. Um, he kind of just threw around like a ragdoll um, and then quote unquote just, you know, gets randomly surprised by some some arrow trickery. Um but I always really enjoyed the way that Kingpin had slowly was built up in Daredevil. 
and you never really uh, part of the 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 interesting part of him was like the mystery around him right you're like okay he's supposed to be super powerful i'm not exactly sure what he means but he's just an exceeding an exceeding threat i think i'm not entirely sure whether that really added a lot of value to the show um kind of revealing him as the leader behind the tracksuit gang given that it's supposed to be some rivalry between Maya and, and Hawkeye. So um, he is, sorry, interrupt again. He is, mm-hmm. Arthur, get me wrong. He is um, part of like Echo's origin though, right? Like he's yeah. the one who kind of sticks her yeah, on. Basically. Daredevil. In the Daredevil book, yeah. Right, he sticks her on Daredevil. Okay. So, it, it, so but I get what a lot of... it's, a, it's a weird fit in a Hawkeye show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and especially as someone who has no idea about Echo, right, um, or any of that past relation, to me it just felt it didn't felt wrong. It just felt off, right? Like I was totally okay with it just being Maya and the tracksuit mafia wanting revenge on Ronan for them, mm-hmm. you know, him massacring <laughs> you know, their, their whole family. Yeah, her, um, her dad supposedly. Hmm. Um. But shoehorning Kingpin in there, I'm just like, mm, I, I, I guess. But now, now the you're like, okay, well, is she gonna maybe have some crossover with Daredevil? Makes sense. I don't really know. Do we even want that? Um, because the Daredevil world's a little bit gritty, whereas this one is very, to me, actually, very lighthearted. Um, yeah, I think that, the, I, I, the the yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I, th- that's a like a good point, like. This kingpin, and this is what I was like mentioning in our, our Slack channel uh, earlier on. It's just like he almost feels like a different character, um, mm-hmm. even in the way he's acting. Um, it it seems. Listen, everyone knows. Oh, in our in our group that I I don't I don't really like the kingpin. His the way he talks in the Daredevil series. I just, I just get irritated by it because I don't think oh, I love it. I love it. Like, I love it. It's I don't so think that's good. the way a normal person talks. Like it's too like, forced. It's a little too stuttery. It's it's he's, weird. It's, yeah, it's a little so stuttery. It's like, but it's like over the top. Like I don't know anyone who's who talks like this. Um, <laughs> oh, it's great. Slow, like dictating words. I don't know. It's anyway. Uh, I felt like it was much less of that in this version. And like like you said, Kai, he seemed to be kind of almost like um, like almost like yeah. He's like the head of a tracksuit mafia. It's, kind of, it's a little light, more light, and um, I know course, what you mean. Stuff, but it's not like I don't know. The same it's sort of dark. like the difference between if you read Kingpin in a Daredevil comic, he's very gritty and he's like a yeah. mob boss, and you don't want to mess with him because he'll he'll freaking like shank you or break your legs, and and some he's like untouchable. But if you read him in like a, a Spider-Man comic or something, that's you know not as gritty. He's more of like um not a criminal mastermind he, he is but more of like a a lighter villain for lack of a better word and i think that's how i took it in the show too like the, he's still the same character it's just a different kind of show and it, it's very similar to like how he shows up in book in the books too if he shows up in the punisher or the daredevil show he's gonna be very very gritty if he shows up in something like cap or spider-man or something he may not be like that same character though but that's just my perspective there. Sorry, sorry. Go, but, go but I get the, I get the point about why it, it may feel kind of off. Yeah, I just felt it could have been anyone, honestly. Um, it didn't have to be him. 
um, to get what they're looking for. And I think what really drove home the like the lighthearted, fun, like kind of campy show was the last scene where they're fighting in front of the Rockefeller Center. Yeah, totally. Um, in the ice rink, and uh, all they're doing is just like dealing with a bunch of people with melee weapons <laughs> running in, um, even though some of them had guns, and then just defeating all of them this way. Yeah. Well, no, no, no cops showed up one time <laughs> when the when the, the tree fell. Like, there's no no law enforcement. <laughs> there's yeah. No, uh, I didn't find like a slow mo a good thing in like a bow and arrow fight. I was like, you know, usually there's like the slow motion action sequences, but then like I remember mm-hmm. there was like it got to like a slow motion action sequence when they were like using bow when they were like shooting off arrows. I was like, eh. <laughs> it's it's already like a. Yeah, it's a bow and arrow. So why, why are you going slow motion? I mean, yeah, it's not. They have to show you show you all the tricks. <laughs> yeah, so I was kind of just like, I to me, I was actually a little bit disappointed in that, even though I know there's supposed to be like a scene for some creative arrows, but to me, it just removed some of the, uh, I guess the danger of it. Um, which, to be fair, the whole show has never really like set up a lot of danger for Kid Bishop as a character. Yeah, which true. I felt was supposed to kind of be the point, right? The mom is like constantly harping to her how like the real world is like, you know, very dangerous, and there's like a lot of consequences. Yet it doesn't really happen. She doesn't really get put in a scenario where she has to make a dangerous choice, um, because even confronting Kingpin for her wasn't very quote-unquote dangerous um so that i felt lacked a little bit of a punch especially since her mom just straight tells kingpin i'm done and that was it and i was just like oh okay like (laughs) he's just casually saying i'm done with kingpin and she kind of to be fair she's not necessarily getting away with it for now because kingpin's you know let's be real kingpin's still alive of course i firmly believe that he's not dead yeah um, but I felt the gravity of the situation was kind of muted with with how it it kind of panned out. Um, now I will what I will say is not necessarily the opposite of Arthur because I think Arthur was just upset more with the writing than anything else. But I actually loved that Yelena as a character came in. Um, I felt she was a great comedic relief to like this really depressing Hawkeye. Because. <laughs> <laughs> um, as an audience member, you almost kind of feel like the LARPing characters where you're trying to like, hey, come on, Hawkeye, you're cool. Like, we love you. And he's just like, no, I'm not a role model. Um, but Yelena comes in and, you know, has like a great chat with Kate Bishop and says, eh, you know, it's okay. Like That scene was great. That was, that was hilarious. Fun, that's like a fun relationship. Like, it, it yeah. It, yeah. It just, True. the way, the, the dynamic between the two and just kind of how young and naive uh kate bishop is and you let her just like yep. oh, give a shit like whatever <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah it I'm was scared. so that was one of my favorite scenes for sure yeah um yeah I so you know I'll, I'll end it on that i i was a little bit confused on the whole dog thing um that's a I comic thought the dog thing was well. the comic book thing yeah it's yeah. a dog um i'm assuming it just doesn't kind of just plays an ancillary role um I kind of was okay. Wait, wait. Sorry. Question: Who's the watch for? Uh, that is, yeah, it's his wife. Um, and 
Yeah. But why does she have an Avengers watch? And what's the significance? That so there's the Easter egg. Mystery. That's the mystery. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming they'll they'll get to, but I think the what you can because I assumed it was for her. But I didn't know yes. why. So it said 19 on it. I think right. Yeah, so Agent 19. All, yeah. So all the speculation is that Agent 19 is actually the shield designation for a Marvel Comics what? character called um, Bobby Bucky Morse. Bird. Yeah, or Mockingbird, who's who also, also an Agent Shield. Right. Who is also an Agent of Shield, played by Adrian Palicki. So all the Agent of Shield people are like kind of upset, like, "Oh my oh, gosh, oh, what the heck!" Right? Yeah. Now, maybe Which I, I, I was a big fan of Adrian Palicki. Yeah, yeah, I liked her as Mockingbird. I thought she was cool. Yep. Um, I but I accept, I accepted the fact that okay, maybe in this universe, her character and, and Hawkeye are not going to have a relationship because she he's already married to Laura and has kids, right? Um, so I think the show is either teasing or just throwing it out there, but they may not do anything with it, but saying like, okay, Laura is not actually Laura. She's actually Bobby, Bobby Morse. Maybe she changed her name to kind of, you know, have this family and be, be out of the Mm -hmm. spy game. And maybe she was actually Mockingbird and maybe she was Bobby Morse. Uh, and she's X shield. I think they're yeah, because she randomly that. has these connections in the show, right? She, right. And she seems so chill when Hawkeye talks. Yeah, exactly. And she seems so chill when Hawkeye says, "Like, oh, I'm going to be doing this. I need to handle this person." And she's like, "Okay, well, be careful, honey." Like, she's very. Well, calm. I chalked up as I chalked it up as Hawkeye just being very open about his life with his wife. Yeah, and that tracking well, with his character because you know he went from being a contract killer, like a trained military. Yeah. Agent to someone who with the morals, right? So seemed okay. Yeah. Well, but, I think in this show it showed okay. more because I think we got some more scenes with her. And I'm like, you seem, she seemed very, not only okay with some of the stuff she's doing, he's, Hawkeye's doing, but also she's also recommending certain things that I would feel like an agent would, would say. Like mm-hmm. she, she's not saying, like, oh, just be careful. She's saying, oh, right. do this and that. I'm like, oh. Okay, that's a little bit more than the normal, you know, concerned spouse. <laughs> so that's that thing at the end. You're like, hmm, they may, they may do something with that. They may not. Who knows? Yeah, that's, I just assume she's used to it because mm. he's an Avenger, right? Like, that too. Yeah. Uh, what? Like, can't kind of sit there and just say, okay, don't be an Avenger. Yeah. Right? She seemed to have insider There's... information about the whole Ronin thing, too, with, with Fisk and certain things. And, Maybe that's a spouse thing. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, who knows? It, it's, who it knows? makes a little bit more sense, too, with why she just seems so cool with everything that Barton does. Mm. Like like a regular, I don't know, a regular wife would be like, oh, my God, like, don't don't yeah. die out there. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, come back home, whatever. But she's just like, okay, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Super, you know, just be home by Christmas. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's, it's not like you'll come home now. Just like, okay, you know, handle yeah. it and then be back before dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. all right, uh, Nick Choi, give us your thoughts. I, um, what was I gonna say? Well, I was prefacing by all the Marvel series that uh, have come out on Disney Plus. Like, every time they came out, I was like, I'm not gonna like this because <laughs> two oh, characters, what a contrarian. It's not, uh, it's not Iron about. Man, no, yeah, yeah it's, not it's, Iron Man, I not my show, not my MCU. I don't care about one. It's my, it's my MCU. Like, I know the characters and I like them, but I'm like, I don't want to watch a whole series about them. And then I was like, oh my God, that was so good. And then with like, same thing with like uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. I was like, I really don't care about these characters. And I was like, oh, 
say Loki. And then with Hawkeye, I was like, now they've gone too far. Now, like, they finally did it. You, you finally took, like, the character I care, like, a true, in my mind, someone doesn't read any comics or anything. Like, as far as MCU, I was like, it's like the ultimate side character. Like, he even makes one of himself. Right? He's like, I'm the bow and arrow guy. Like, no, you know. And oh, yeah, the musical was hilarious. Oh, totally. I love the musical. <laughs> it had it had funny parts, but I was like, I think I struggled through the first half. I really didn't like I thought it was I was waiting for it to be like, oh, come on, you know, get better. And at the the ending, I thought it was good. I like the they finally had some action. But like I said, even the last action scene, I'm like, an action scene can only be so good when it's just two people with bow and arrows, like fighting all these people. It was it was entertaining, but it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. I also, I don't know. I, it sounds like you guys really like Haley Steinfeld. I, I just, I that was one of my problems with the whole series. I found her oh. so, oh. I found her oh, no. so hating. Like I was like, I, I get, I don't like her in all the anything else. Except, I liked her as a voice actress. I think she was for what Into Spider Verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But every other movie is I just find her so I just find her kinda of irritating. I'm like, I get it, you're sassy. Yes, you're spunky. You have to be constantly spunky and sassy and Oh everything. no, what if your daughter turns out like, that so way? So irritating and it, I was like, it makes sense to me that Kai likes her so much. I was like, Oh, oh my <laughs> makes perfect sense. It's like that whole It's okay, like, your daughter's gonna hate you. Oh my gosh. Young and cool and spunky. Let me let me let me just uh I'm like, oh, we get it. But like a fifth episode, I'm like, can you just shut up? I was like, oh, I was so irritated with her constantly. And at one point, you'd think she would change, or like, you know, they show some like growth with her, but they just they're like, oh, this is the character. I was like, it, that I didn't like that part of it. I was worried about that with um, Spider Man. Like I think I mentioned the other podcast, but what was Zendaya? Zendaya yeah. character, like in Spider Man, you know, Far From Home. And I was like, oh, is she gonna be like that? But she wasn't. But Kelly Steinfeld was like the whole time, <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's, so annoying. "She's so annoying." I, I I get it, Kai. Your favorite actress. Damn, Nick, you just hate young women. <laughs> oh no. dang! Oh. Just her and you. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, dang, he's very popular. You're not. <laughs> oh man. You know, it was it was. I, I watched it all because it was entertaining. I had it had a lot of entertaining moments and all that, but I just overall, it's so it wasn't like a you know because I'm just like a right. I'm just a basic, Casual. basic. Yeah, you know, yeah. want to see yeah. superheroes and all that, and it didn't have like really that feel of just like an average art. Joe, just an average Joe, just a regular guy. <laughs> I want I want a superhero <laughs> series. I'm you want about. you want Transformers. Oh, Michael Bay, come back. Michael Bay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I, just... I, I will say... Go ahead. No, I think that was it. That, it that's, that was pretty much my review. <laughs> I will say the action scenes in the first half are better than the second. Like, fun. Like, the car chase scene was fun. Using the Pym arrow, you know, with the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, those are kind of fun things. On, on the bridge... I, I I did like the fact that they kind of did some fun, innovative things that way, and they have that banter. Um, and then you know she yeah, ended up like using, a, of course, the the Pim arrow at the end, or not Pim, but like was it like um uh, a module or something she threw at the the truck to shrink it, and then the owl took off with the yeah yeah. So it, those are kind of fun nods, uh, which which I do enjoy. I like, uh, I like the action in the second half better. Yeah, okay. Interesting. 
Uh, all right. So just I don't I don't have too many thoughts. Um, I I thought overall it was a solid show. Um, I thought I actually would enjoy it more, but halfway through, and then um, I feel like the I feel like the finish ended up like going by really quickly. Um, like I feel like they packed a lot in that episode six to sort of wrap things up too too quickly for me. Um, and so I don't know. I I was expecting a little bit more, but overall I thought it was fun. It was like a a good like Christmas time series to watch. Um, I a couple of just like highlights. Um, I, I really like the intro, like showing the Battle of New York in a new like perspective. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was pretty cool. They kind of, I mean, obviously reused a bunch of scenes and, um, but yeah, just having that perspective was cool. Um, and then uh, another highlight was like, I, I kind of like that. I did like Barton's character in this. It just like when he was, when he was LARPing, he just seemed like a nice guy. <laughs> like, uh, he, he's never like a dick. He just, he like thanked those guys. I, I don't know. Just he, he did little things here and there. I, I can't remember exactly what, but I just remember him just being like a good guy, being a nice guy for whatever, how famous he was. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess one last thing I'll mention is just like the Kingpin thing. I, I know we talked about it a little bit, but I don't really have a problem with Kingpin showing up in this, just knowing that comic book history. I, I do like my assumption is that they're going to fill in his like backstory a bit and explain what, where he's been or what he's been through or kind of like the original story. I know some other people, uh, I think like Summer mentioned, hey, like, I don't understand, like, why is this Kingpin thing important? And I, I get it. As a fresh viewer, you kind of just like, oh, it's it's a guy from another show and um, it, it is a yeah, little is jarring. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, why is he, you know, why is he so strong? Whatever. Yeah. I, Only I, fans would know, right? Yeah, that makes right, a good point. Right. Like I understand that, um, but also I, I feel like they'll 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 fill in his his uh, character's like story of where he's been and how he's gotten to where he has, and yeah, that'll probably tie into Daredevil somehow. So, uh, yeah, overall, n- n- nothing nothing uh, like crazy. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think about the future of Hawkeye. Um, and is he in the next big Avengers movie? I, maybe. Hawkeye? Yeah, I don't know. Is he, well, or maybe Secret Invasion? I, apparently that's like the, the big kind of He doesn't series. seem retired. Yeah, I don't know. He he is, him and um, uh, Banner are the last two sort of like Avengers alive, oh, right? Or, that's the I like Hemsworth. I just don't want to have a, oh, right, right, yeah, right. Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy. He has a whole right? movie to like. <laughs> right. He has a whole movie. So I'm, he's coming back for sure. Or Yeah, he's, we'll see him soon. Such a good, such a good supplemental older. character. Like, good good side side character. It's just having the whole series on him, for me, wasn't didn't really work for me. Like He's such a good add-on character to like those big like movies. But Yeah, I think he's... I, I, I like him. I think he's the vet now of like... The, like the true Avengers veteran, like leader. I, I feel like he could take that, like old man, like veteran uh, leadership position. Um, but I don't know. I, again, just guesses here. So, um, yeah, if they were using the original character, for sure he'd want to do that. Right. Like with the, with the MCU version, it's sort of like hmm, I don't know if he wants to. I think he wants to retire. But I, I don't yeah. know if that's yeah. Renner. Like if Renner wants to retire the character, or if or if it's the MCU saying, ah, oh, you know, maybe it's time to. 
put Hawkeye aside for a while, or Clinton Barton Hawkeye aside for a while, and right. then we'll come back to we'll recast him in the future. Right. Who knows? Um, one one thing we'll I did, again. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I, one thing I forgot to mention is I actually expected a little bit more, but it's fine. Um, the the character the Jacques Duquesne, I think he was the one dating oh. um, Bishop's mom. So I really he like that character. <laughs> He's pretty. Yeah, funny. I actually enjoyed him. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Um, so another Easter egg. He's actually a Marvel Comics character called the Swordsman, uh, who in the books he was actually the mentor of Hawkeye. So he's supposed to be older than the the Hawkeye character. So when Hawkeye was uh, part of the circus, um, the Swordsman was actually one of the guys who sort of took him under his wing to train him in in bladed weapons and and you know hand hand combat. And then Hawkeye found out that the swordsman was a criminal trying to rip off the circus and tried to stop him. Almost got killed by him. And then the swordsman took off, redeemed himself, joined the Avengers for a short while, got killed. <laughs> um, and then Hawkeye learned um, archery from this other guy around the same time. Um, so there's supposed to be history, but obviously for the show, it's like they're, just, they're going a different direction. So that's why you see him kind of like being really fun with swords and being very good about it. And it turned like out like, it. oh, he's a, he's a good guy. He's not a bad guy. I thought, oh, he's he's obviously the villain, but then he just some, happens to be some guy who was framed. Like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's another fun Easter egg. Like he is a he was playing a Marvel character, but it's just a different version. So, yeah. All right, let's go around the room and do scores. Arthur, what do you give Hawkeye? Um, I'll say a, just a solid eight. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I would say actually this is probably my second favorite MCU show after WandaVision. WandaVision is still like number one, and That's Hawkeye crazy. is like number two because it's just fun. I don't know, it was just fun. That's Different crazy. change of pace. I feel this like is Loki is so much better than this. It, it, so for me, yeah. Loki looked really strong. In the middle, it kind of dragged for me, and at uh, the end, yeah. it, it kind of picked up, a, but not as much as I wanted to at the end. It doesn't mean that I didn't I didn't like Loki. Uh, that's just how I felt about it. I, I don't know. I just had more fun with this show because it's just diff- very different, perhaps. I guess there are only four shows, so second is not bad. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, what if is sort of its own thing, so you sort of don't count that. Yeah, per I, I don't se. count that. I don't count that. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. Uh, next, uh, Kai, what do you give Hawkeye? Okay. I'm trying to think of it relative to the shows that came out, right? So. Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I didn't watch What If. Um, what? Why not? Will you? Uh, maybe. But I felt like it was just a little bit too far out where I was just like, it wasn't a but priority it, to me. They kind of connected back to the other movies. Do they? You, um, yeah, they connected to... Um, to well, uh, well, 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 just watch on. it. Just... Let's watch it. Okay. Toward, toward the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you don't have to like stare at it like you're watching a movie, but I would say just watch mm-hmm, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? Was that a spoiler? Sorry. No, you didn't say. So anything. I would say it was no, decent. Not really. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I think ultimately I probably gave it a seven and a half. Because okay. I, it just I, there were some fun moments in the show for sure, but I felt like Hawkeye as a character is about the same. Kate Bishop. I'm kind of just like, okay, she's introduced now, but. I'm still not entirely sure what her character wants to do or what it's supposed to do. Um, and it just didn't feel like the world really changed at all relative to what the show had presented. Not that it was necessarily supposed to, but 
I actually really don't know what I'm supposed to look forward to. So what more Haley? In, <laughs> I guess, but I don't know. In a vacuum, of course, it was it was it was, it was, it was, it was enjoyable, but. Yeah, nothing, nothing to write home about. I thought you would rate it high just because of her, like higher. No, I mean she did a great job, absolutely. But I'm talking about the, the show. Try to be objective, whole, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Takes, not Nick, right? Take Haley out of it. Yeah. I don't sit there and go Iron Man. Clap, 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 clap. Ten. <laughs> you know. Dang. <laughs> of course not. You are Kate Bishop. You're the whiny millennial uh, oh, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, Nick. What do you give Hawkeye? Uh. I really liked uh, Jeremy Renner. I like him. I thought he did a good job. I like the Atlanta coming in there. I like the swordsman. I thought it had entertaining parts. Overall, I'd give it a five. Five? Five out of ten? I wouldn't rewatch it again, and I hope there's not like a Kate Bishop series just on her. Oh, this guy. Five? You like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? anti-feminist. I like the... You like Falcon and the Winter Soldier better? Better? Oh, you were I didn't crazy. Like I didn't. I was let down by the ending, but I like that. This is probably my last, my least favorite of the series. That's so interesting. Oh, okay. Five out of ten. Wow. Yeah. It, at, the, at the end of every episode, I just found myself like, "That's it." I was like, "What are you?" I was waiting for some. I was I was entertained, but at the end, I still wanted. I was like, I was hoping for something more. Wow. Very just, five though. My five God, is pretty that's pretty low. Five is pretty hard. Very low. It's pretty low. Really. <laughs> I give yeah. it a five. Yeah. <laughs> That's like dot levels of like random ass score. Yeah. It's not like it's not it's right in the middle. So I it's not low. It's not the uh, that's, no no no. For a no, show that was pretty bad. Basic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna shit on your score your review, but yeah, yeah I'm surprised I mean, by a five. Yeah, same here. Jeez. I can see a six or seven, but a five is pretty pretty rough. Yeah. I'll give it a uh Sorry, the shock is wearing off. I can give my score. Uh, <laughs> right. give it a, I'll give <laughs> it a. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the next score now either. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Um, yeah, I had fun. I thought it was gonna be a little bit higher for me, but uh, yeah, I just thought the ending sort of it's kind of quick and didn't land as well. So, um, yeah, that's it for our review of Hawkeye. Man, I think uh, I think we might be. May, uh, might be on break for a little while. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I lied. We have the Batman coming out March. Yeah, in 4th. March. Yep. Something. March 3rd, something. I, I'm a month away. I'm pretty excited. I. Oh, I yeah? I don't know anything about it. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. All I know is the soundtrack because I closed my eyes during the trailer. But. I've only um, seen one trailer, the teaser. That's it. I've, I've avoided everything else. Yeah, it's, it's three hours, almost three hours, I hear. And. Uh, uh, Which one? Hear what is? Batman? The, the Batman, Batman. Yeah. The Batman. The Batman. And um, I also heard that... They want to do spinoffs, test, too. I heard test screenings went really well. Like, really well. So, I don't know. Again, I don't know. That's, oh, okay. That's just rumors. Oh, no, I, I don't Boba know what that means. What? Oh, it's not going to be over by Boba, Book of Boba Fett? Uh, I mean, talk we, about that? Do we even I've do been, I've been watching it. Season two? I, I've not been, but I will. I'll catch up. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear Nick's about star, any Star Wars stuff. It's like the Hawkeye of the uh, Star swords Wars. shiny. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> I see. I see. Dang. So we did two, two five shows in a row from Disney. Wow. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, well, and Moon Knight's in March, but we won't uh, be Moon done Moon Knight's in March. Later. Yeah, that so won't be done, be done until, like to... April May. So yeah. we'll probably 
that's a short series as well. I think that's only like six episodes. So um, yeah, uh, that'll end. So I guess we'll do that before um, Doctor Strange Two oh. is out. Right. So yeah. or or we could do Peacemaker. Uh, we do that as that. well. I I. What is Peacemaker? It's the spinoff from Suicide Squad. The uh, it's dude. It's Nick's show, man. It's Johnson. totally your show, man. Oh, I lost right, my right, right. access. It's totally it's it's your show, man. Oh my gosh! The more yeah, I watch him, like, oh Captain man, America. Nick is Nick is this is this is the Captain America Nick's been, been waiting for. <laughs> I love the Peacemaker character in. Uh... <laughs> oh, you'll love the show. I'm I'm only one and a half in. Um, but yeah, yeah I hear it's, totally it's really good. Show. I mean, this is yeah. this is like a show that James Gunn pretty much he wrote the whole thing himself. So right. Like, he, yeah, yeah it's like, it. you, right. you will like you will like it, Nick. I, I want to hear your opinion on it. Oh man, it's 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 nuts. <laughs> I to get myself some HBO, HBO Max. Yeah. Until next time, I'm signing off for Arthur, Nick, Kai, and uh, this is Anthony. Good night. <laughs>